0: Do you know who else deleted their uh, Facebook, Jen? Who? I'm just reading right now. Um, Elon Musk is deleting, like, the Tesla one oh. and the SpaceX one.
1: Oh, that's big.
0: It is kind of big, right? Um, reason I'm uh, bringing it up in the pod hop here, off the hop of the podcast, is... One of our uh, things we did this week was we made fun of uh, the uh, Lisa Helps, the mayor of Victoria. She deleted her Facebook, and it was right. a big whoop-dee-doo. And so you'll hear it later in the pod, but I wrote this little intro bit for us, right? And you beg me up here, Jen. I wrote it so that it made fun of the mayor. It made fun of news media in general, but Victoria News Media. And most of all, though, the most thing it was making fun of was Facebook and shitty online social media culture and the way that people act and all the n- negatives and shittiness that comes out of Facebook.
1: Yeah, the ultimate Facebook trolls, really. Yes. Yeah. So
0: that's what I wrote is a is ju- a bit to make fun of everybody. Mm-hmm. And what I found so funny was like so ironic is if you look through the Facebook post that we posted that audio was people doing the exact thing that we were making fun of. Yes! Which is not fucking getting it (laughs) no okay and then but deciding to to just shout out a dumb thing yes right and chirp us or be negative to us without getting it without understanding what was in the content of the post without knowing no that was the beauty
1: irony of it all it was ridiculous the amount of chirps on there um but i do feel for lisa helps though Being a mayor in this time of the world would be absolutely terrible yes. she could write something so wonderful like she's hap- like helping a beautiful family and someone will twist it into this negative like troll spiral and sure. she'll just get ripped to shreds I agree. so I think she was already on the verge of deleting and then it was like oh Facebook's also the worst and uh, <laughs> she decided to delete it
0: I'm surprised that she held out for this long to Me be too. real honest like she should be maybe commended for hanging on as long as she has yeah you know, like, this is a woman who goes on a uh, competing radio station every Friday right. to, you know, get yelled at by assholes. <laughs> really? She right. does that? Yeah, she does. Oh! Like, every Friday afternoon she just goes on and any old asshole can call up and yell at her for whatever. and She just d- takes it. Holy. Like She takes constituents' comments seriously. So, yeah. you know, for that reason, look, I'm not saying that she's the greatest mayor of all time or anything like that. Like, hard to stand up for a lot of the policy things. And uh, the job in general as mayor, I wonder how she'll do in the election and all that. It's very interesting. But uh, you can't say she is not, or like close herself off to criticism. Yeah. But Facebook in general, she's decided no more. And hilariously, even on our relatively civil Facebook page, I got to change it to the zoners. Right. Usually very, very civil. They were doing the exact dumb echo chamber dumb stupid comment if being on facebook these days what the most comments i see is like walking around with a big flag and an air horn being like i'm stupid <laughs>
2: yep.
0: i'm ignorant look at me look how dumb i am look how little i get anything <laughs> <laughs> like that's what all the comments i see on facebook are it's yeah like. Oh, you're dumb. You don't get it.
1: I just, yeah, I barely use Facebook. I just exist on there. Yeah. You know, just for like my my older family members really (laughs) feel included.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. I see. I love it as a scrapbook. Mm-hmm. of uh, like uh, pictures and stuff and stuff from my life and, you know, maybe comments and things, but I would rarely write anything on it. I just no. throw a picture up. Here's a picture of me oh. having fun at a thing. I would Scrap never
1: book. put like a post and put my opinion on Facebook. Right? Oh, you're just you're just opening up that can of worms. I learned that years ago, and I thought other yeah. people would learn that as well.
0: No, but people, th- I think, thrive on the like the drama of uh, fighting with people online, mm-hmm. people love it. Yeah, they get so offended by, it, they're so upset that they, you know, it's like someone was meowing at them an opposite opinion. But they also love it. Otherwise, why would they keep going back to this? Well, exactly. They're anyway. Addicted to it. So that's uh, a little bit. That's uh, uh, you know, Facebook was all over the news this week too that's with right? uh, the data mining and everything else. But uh, that and so much more. Thank you so so much for listening to this podcast tell your friends please we're trying to grow listenership Mm -hmm. we have to we had a meeting with boss man this week we were like we want to start making money off the podcast And he's like okay well five times more people have to listen to it we're like okay oh shit shit. we've got a lot of work to do (laughs) so uh spread the word tell your friends and spread it around and thank you very much for listening you appreciate that and here is this week's podcast all right let's get
1: straight to the business McLean's Magazine put out a list of the most dangerous cities in Canada. And Victoria is number 30 on that list.
0: Wow. I got to say, that feels pretty good because to be really honest, I didn't think Canada had 30 cities. Well, we got to be like dead bottom last in the list, right? Bottom
1: last at least, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. I think that's all. I think Canada has like maybe two dozen cities tops. That's it. I kind of like that joke. I know it's a dumb joke we did off the top there, but I kind of like it. It's like, yeah, can you name more than two dozen Canadian cities off the (laughs) top of your head? And I don't mean like towns. I know we can all start going like, of course, salmon arm and all that, but Mm -hmm. cities. Yeah, there's not many big cities. Right? Like Victoria, I find a city, but we're on the very small side of it. Mm -hmm. You know, to, to be a city, you really have to have a downtown, a suburban area surrounding, buildings taller than 10 stores. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, I'm not going to these... Li- like, you live in Prince George for a while. Does Prince George
1: have any of that? Mm, not really tall buildings. No, there was a few hotels and that was about it. So i supposed to call Prince George a city? Mm, yeah, it's like a town city. I don't know.
2: See?
1: Yeah. Right? Um, we're, we're talking about the um, the list that came out from McLean's mm-hmm. magazine that said that Victoria was the 30th most dangerous city in Canada. Yeah. We were just surprised that yeah, there was
0: 30 cities in general. Well, that's it. And that's it. Once you once you go to a city that's bigger than the city that you're in currently, that city doesn't seem like a city anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I and I lived in Vancouver for years, I was like, wow, buildings, 20 stories, wow. And then you go to New York, and then you come back to Vancouver, and you're like, oh, Vancouver's a small town.
1: Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. It's like,
0: oh, I can see the horizon. Vancouver is a small
1: town. And what was interesting about that list as well was um, the fact that Vancouver and Toronto, the two like big yeah. cities in Canada, they were actually farther down on the list. Is that so? So Victoria was more dangerous than Vancouver and Toronto. And that's like measuring the amount of like, you know, um, you know assault crimes, sexual assault crimes, homicides, things like that. And I was, I was pretty surprised by that
0: since yeah. we're a lot smaller than... Them. do you remember off the top of your head who was like high up on the list like who's oh, number one you know if i have to guess
1: mm-hmm.
0: always windsor windsor always seems to be i don't know why it's like windsor and close proximity to detroit for whatever reason i don't know but like that area was like a real sadness quotient yeah that somehow equates to violence and unsafety but I don't know like, okay.
1: North Battleford was actually the North? top on that list in huh. uh, Saskatchewan and then Thompson Manitoba huh. and Prince Albert as well was on that and then Williams Lake in, in BC was number four come on Langley number six
0: right that's where I grew up yeah that doesn't really surprise me <laughs> I don't mean to be talking a much of smack about these places you probably Windsor added
1: to that uh, that list Only as well just yeah just
0: being a real bad boy around yeah. town
1: <laughs> President Let's... bad boy, Paul Placino. <laughs> Ride our bikes to the Seven
0: Eleven, guys. That was me. I feel like I was, I've was i been punched in the head by allergies. I, mean, yeah. I don't usually get the allergies, but holy smokes. Cherry blossoms and dogwoods and whatever's going on, I don't know. Birds all crapping everywhere. Whatever's happening. I don't know. Birds oh, yeah. building nests and fluttering their dander. I, who knows what's going on?
1: You sound terrible. I feel God, terrible. I'm so sorry.
0: Yeah, it's awful. Like, oh, you're, I feel like I have a bird building a nest inside of my sinus cavity.
1: It looks like someone is constantly throwing salt in your eyes right now. Oh, god. Yeah.
0: Okay, I'm it's glad. It's all
1: red. You poor thing.
0: It's beautiful right now. Jen, I went for that hike today, hey? Ah, oh, good for you. Finally, I got up early. I went for that hike. It was wonderful. I saw either two robin couples or mm. one couple of robins that had moved to, to opposite sides of the lake. <laughs> but anyways, I saw first robins of spring. Feathering their nests and doing yeah, all whatever. That's nice. And uh, then I saw a guy with a big flamethrower. <laughs> what? Burning uh, invasive moss.
1: Oh, nice. Good yeah, for him. Just doing
0: a little tidy up out there, Thetis. And then, separately from the hike, but also outdoors, I saw a man using a weed whacker whacking weeds and grass. And I was, got that smell. hmm Oh, that warm, fresh-cut grass smell. It's a good smell. Jesus, You loises. had the
1: full spring experience. I
0: sprung hard now, to kid.
1: Now, if you could do that and then not come to work late, that would be awesome. That would be sweet. I would like that. Hmm. Yeah.
0: It's supposed to be the end of the sunshine that we're <laughs> getting right now. It's just a cloud over and just get rainy and showery, and then stay that way for the rest of the week through the weekend and into next week as well. Right now in Victoria... Let's enjoy that sunshine and maybe realize that that's what's more important than getting to work at a certain time.
1: Maybe because we work together, you should think about, you know, coming to work on time when we plan to come on time and maybe go to the hike a little bit earlier, wake up a little earlier, enjoy it all.
0: On my deathbed, I'll think, you know, did I spend all the time at work or did I live a full, rich, fulfilling life full of nature?
1: Yeah. Well, maybe you'd be
0: like, oh, did I do a good job on my show today? I prepped and... I got to do that every day. Anyway. It's 11 degrees. <laughs> Tell me this trick, though, Jen, that you told me off the air. This insane... When you go... Because I was thinking like, oh, man, I got to really go for a, a Mac Flurry.
1: McFlurry. McFlurry, <laughs> first of all, is what it's called.
0: I go to McDonald's <laughs> and get a McFlurry. And... Uh, but your trick is? Yeah. So I went
1: last night and I got a McFlurry, an Oreo McFlurry, mm-hmm. add hot fudge mm. with the side of that little bag of peanuts that they put on uh, uh Sundays.
0: Oh, my God. And then you got
1: yourself a DQ Blizzard.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so delicious. It's
1: so good. Yeah. That's my go-to.
0: I had a girlfriend uh, for a while who was in love with Sundays, but hated the peanuts. hmm but always would get the bag of peanuts so then we could uh, we always had like a, a a mountain of peanuts in our backyard for squirrels
1: oh that's nice
0: mm-hmm. squirrels love those peanuts yeah so Jen I came across this thing today uh that said uh, oh boy we really all ought to be peeing in sinks <laughs> and I thought yeah we probably ought to all be peeing in sinks you can think about you got places in uh Africa cities that are running out of water mm. that are you know it's like uh, everyone keep it to like a 12 liters of water a day or something like that, which is when you think about how much water that is, is nothing. Flush the toilet once a week, everybody and all this, you know? Mm -hmm. You think about how precious a resource water is all the time. And then what are we doing? We're flushing gallons of water in a toilet for a wee tinkle?
1: Yeah. I, I am with you on this. You know, I'm all about peeing in the shower. Peeing in the sink, though, it is a difficult task as a, as a lady. Right, I, I don't understand. think that's a, a very easy thing to do, you right. know, hop up on it. Things could just go wrong. Sure.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Even for, for me, I always think about splashback. But it makes sense, right? You just turn on the water, wash your hands, washes everything down. So what really what I think it comes down to is more urinals. Mm-hmm. Why did no homes have urinals in them?
1: Interesting. Right. And maybe there's a way that we can make a lady urinal. One that's like specifically yes. designed for ladies.
0: We looked into this a little earlier and we found that female urinals are not, they do exist. They do. They are in the world. The thing that we found, you and I both, when we were looking at it is like the privacy aspect is big there. Yes. They really kind of do still have to be in a stall if it's out in public.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Some kind sort of a stall situation. Mm -hmm. But why not more urinals? Why does everything have to always be a toilet?
1: Mm -hmm. If we can save some water that way, why not? Wouldn't that be good? Look into it. So yeah,
0: here's a couple of things we'd like to see, universe. (laughs) More female, any female urinals out in the world, out in public, and urinals in the home. Right. Although I suppose if we were really serious about this, we would all just start peeing in our showers or sinks, Mm -hmm. doing a little spray down, (laughs) calling it a day.
1: Or out on our lawns or something. Yeah, we don't want that. Let
0: me tell you. <laughs> as a homeowner, nothing better than peeing on your lawn. Oh, gosh. Oh, it's nice. <laughs> it's
1: my lawn.
0: <laughs> Kyle texted and said, the old classic. If it's yellow, let it mellow. If it's brown, flush it down. Yeah. That's kind of the rule they're going by, which I hear in in Cape Town right now, mm. where they're looking at actually running out of water. You know what? I don't... I, I don't like that. I never liked the yellow mellow. I never... I don't want pee sitting in my house. I would rather pee in a sink or pee in the shower and give it a quick rinse. That's the water saving thing I would like to do. I would rather have that than just a bowl just knowing. Even if I leave, obviously I'm in the other side of the house, I'm in the living room, I just know that there's a bowl full of pee sitting, at, you know, in my yeah. house somewhere. I don't yeah, have that right. big of a house so I just know it's there lurking and I don't want
1: Especially, yeah, if you have roommates and stuff. It's like, uh, yeah, Okay. Right? If I, if I lived on my own, then yeah, I would let it mellow would you oh yeah i'd let that mellow my roommate specifically does not like that though so
0: i hate it find yeah. you open the lid and there's ah, someone else's pee i ah. hate it
1: mm-hmm.
0: let's all start peeing in the sink
1: today's world water day Christ. let's celebrate water it's what? so beautiful we're so lucky to have it in canada uh-huh. we have access to it no matter where we go it's great Ooh, that,
0: okay that reminds me remember okay. i was telling you about that show i was watching Yes. Human planet? Yes. Oh, my God. There's an episode about deserts, okay? And the people who don't have good access to water, like desert access to water, where they got to go, and there's this, like, it's this whole caravan of women on camels, and they have to count the dunes and the sands. There's no other... I mean, imagine, there's d- desert. Mm-hmm. For as far as the eye can see, in any direction, there's nothing but sand. And they count the dunes, and by knowing the dunes... They're able to find out exactly where there's this tiny well in the middle of the desert, and they go there, and they de- get the water, and they're able to water their camels. Wow. <clears throat> Unreal. is that insane? I don't know. This show is really blowing my mind in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and even then, when I was watching all this. There's this one kid. He's got a flock of uh, cows. And so he's leading the cows to this little oasis, this little lake in the, uh, Africa or the desert, wherever he lives. And it's pretty muddy and mucky to begin with, but he's racing elephants there. Mm. And if the elephants get there first, they'll drink all the water. (laughs) And then they do get there. And then there's a standoff between this one dude. It's like a teenager. And his cows and the elephants. And the elephants, you know, they're like standing in the ground and like trumpeting at them. And the cows Mm. are just like, well, what do we do? And the kid's like waving a stick.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: And eventually he did chase the elephants away and they were the cows were able to drink the water. That's unreal. But that's what the that's the type of thing that people have to go through. Where they don't have you can't just turn on a tap. And that's on our planet. Isn't that nuts? That's unreal. Yeah. That's why we celebrate World Water Day. Mm-hmm. That's why we think about places where access to water is not a guaranteed human right if you can even imagine that. Right, we If water came out of my tap and it was slightly murky, I would be on the phone to the mayor immediately, right, yelling and screaming. That's why we continue this from yesterday. We need to have more urinals in houses. (laughs) We need woman urinals. We need urinals everywhere. Mm
1: -hmm. We need to use less of our water that we have so much of.
0: That's right. What are we doing just peeing into, like, gallons of water every time and then flushing it down? Mm Mm-hmm urinals are the answer. Gotta make some changes. Gotta make some changes. Start peeing in your sinks, everybody. <laughs> this email thing is cracking me up over here, actually. <laughs> I know you're trying to ignore it. Is it. It can't just be our office, but man, does email get abused? This wonderful technology and communication. And people are always like, wow, well, why do not you ever read your emails? Because mostly it's garbage. Mostly, not only is it spam or even like that bacon, you know? You know what bacon is? No. It's email that's... Like it's okay okay it's good it's like you it, you know it's like stuff you signed up for it's not a scam or a spam
1: It's bacon it's bacon oh cool
0: email bacon ham um so uh did <laughs> see the one from lambo yeah okay so this uh there's like a neil diamond <laughs> tribute act playing the mcpherson playhouse which we had tickets for like internal tickets so our promotion director over, Amelia, she's like, uh, let me know if you want to go to Nearly Neil. It's called Nearly Neil, right? So then Brian Boy Tanner gets the ball rolling. He goes, how many tickets to Partially Prince do we have? I'm holding out for Quasi Queen and Barely Billy. <laughs> then, which I love, our general manager chimes in. Anything for Almost Anka? <laughs> That's really good what do you like it It just goes on and on
1: tentatively trooper yeah barely burton
0: barely burton kinda kiss (laughs) my I wrote back and I said am I too late for the mostly Manilow tickets (laughs) (laughs) and then what did you
1: Jason says sorta Simon Gar and (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Garfunkel-ish these names are up for grabs if you have a cover band by the way (laughs)
0: yeah totally Uh. please use them Oh, my God, that's good. Oh, Jen.
1: It's a sad day, Paul. Why? We found out that Keyboard Cat has passed away. Oh. Keyboard Cat is my favorite cat on oh, the internet. Is that so, really? It's a musical cat. Um, the cat's name is Bento. Uh-huh. Just a beautiful orange cat uh, who plays the keyboard. Right. And, uh, yeah, just making amazing, majestic, 80s-inspired videos on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And, unfortunately, Bento has passed away.
0: Wow. I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, Wearing a blue Mm T-shirt. I was was integral in the whole keyboard cat mythos. This cat wears a T-shirt, which I thought was quite good. Well, okay, so a couple of things. Number one, it is wild now. You know, it used to be not so long ago that we saved being sad about celebrities for... You know, you had to have been in, like, 30 Oscar-nominated movies, Mm. and then we spent, like, two seconds on you at the, you know, in in immemorium. Now, with memes, now we're going to have to carve out some sadness in our day for a cat.
1: Yeah, so please take some time today to think about Bento, the keyboard cat. Yes.
0: Also, which, where worth noting, Bento was actually keyboard cat, too. It is, yeah. The original cat's name was Fatso, and it died... Back in the 80s, before YouTube was even invented.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. And maybe there will be a Keyboard Cat
0: 3. Play yourself out, Keyboard Cat. Jenny West
2: in the afternoon zone.
0: Today
1: on the afternoon zone, major breaking top story in Victoria today. Mayor Lisa Helps is quitting Facebook. She says it's no more than a toxic, polarized echo chamber.
0: That's right, Jenny. Strong words from our mayor and a huge story, which we will be following into the night if we have to. I'm reporting live now from the Facebook group Bike Lanes More Like Shite Lanes who are hot-taking and memeing furiously.
1: Stay with that, Paul. As we turn now to the phones, joining us is Snorkup's Cornaclop, who is an actual troll. Mr. Corniclop, how do you feel about online trolling having this kind of effect on the political process?
0: It's a great victory for my whole species. Not since the invention of riddles have we had such an impact from below our bridges. My family and I will feast tonight on the fattest Billy Goat Weekend trick in celebration.
1: Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Paul, how are things back on Facebook?
0: In a word, Jenny, gross. Just gross. These people should all be embarrassed of themselves and be reading more than they type. But here we are. Twitter also is often a cesspool, and Instagram, though sometimes containing some nice sunset shots, is turning creepier by the day as well.
1: We've tried reaching out to the mayor herself for comments, but of course, without Facebook, I have absolutely no idea how to reach her. Stay with us. There was just a question that was brought up on a a journal of musical things, and it was what do you do with your old CDs? Mm. Because... I mean, not many, you, don't, you don't have, like, any cars really being made with CD players anymore. No not. one's really buying CD stereos. Yeah. And, uh, you know, whether or not you're supposed to keep them, are you supposed to throw them out, are you supposed to donate them? What are you yeah, what 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 do you do with your old CDs?
0: It's an interesting question because uh although the C D was certainly the kind of the musical medium that I first grew up on, mm-hmm. you know, I kind of missed tape cassettes and everything and uh and I was too young, I guess, for MP3s so like I started with CDs, like a lot of us, right? But I never loved them. I never was, you know, even our parents' generation with records. They don't inspire that love from the start, right? You have a CD for even a year and the jewel case is all cracked and busted mm-hmm. ass, and then they're like, okay, and they transfer it into that binder that you keep in the car that you hide so it doesn't get stolen, and then then it get all scratched up, and then your favorite album is all hinky when you're trying to play it. So like, <laughs> I never had love for CDs, and I only had one tower's worth in my house, right? Ever that I did, I hated the dust. Mm. So you know that would collect on CD cases. so I was just when it became clear that this new thing, iPods, MP3s were coming. I was like, great. I ripped all the CDs I liked into a computer onto my MP3 collection, got rid. Mm-hmm. I have tossed, I donated, I just purged the CDs and I have not looked back and I'm so happy. So you don't have really any CDs? Not a single one. If someone hands me a CD these days, I'm like, no, thank you okay. for the garbage.
1: See, this is an interesting thing because people thought that vinyl was dead. Hmm. So everyone got rid of their huge vinyl collections, and then here we are in 2018, and it's a hot commodity. You're spending forty dollars on a vinyl, and you know people kept them. People who did keep them in their dry storage for that amount of time (laughs) are now bringing them back out, yeah, and probably making a killing over it.
0: Then let me say this: then CDs, as one small example, a wedge of the pie, of My greater philosophy in life, which I've adopted in the last few years, which is get rid. (laughs) Physical things, get rid. You do not need in your house. A CD collection looks like trash. Books are the one thing I think like maybe makes your house look a little nicer. But otherwise, even records. I like records. I collect vinyl records, but I'm so... I only have two, three dozen records that I really love that are on display in my house. They look good. I love records, but I don't want to be the guy... Who's like, yo, you know what? I can't move because I have 13,000 records that I could never move and part with. Yeah. So that's my whole thing now is it's like everything's in the cloud. Nothing exists. Nothing exists (laughs) anymore. Our experience is our reality. Go for a hike. Do not collect. Okay. That's my whole thing. I'm the opposite.
1: Really? I have a trunk full of CDs and I will keep those CDs. (laughs) No, just with music. I'll keep those CDs until, you know, I have. Family generations below me. Yeah, I'm going to hold on to them. You think you're? Yeah, just a few, just a few ones that mean a lot to me. Anyway, I think we should open this up to zoners and see what they have done with uh, their CDs as well. Do you get rid? Do you keep them? You hold on to them in dry storage forever? What's your deal? I definitely agree that CDs cause tons of clutter and it drives me crazy. uh, But. I do like CDs because both my vehicles, my boyfriend's and my own, we both still have CD players. And every time we go camping or Mm -hmm. into the back country, we don't get the streaming services. Mm -hmm. So our CDs come into use in that sense. So we keep all the good ones. Yeah, I love that. I do a very similar thing as well. I have like my memory CDs from when I was a kid in a trunk in my my (laughs) house that I'll just bring out one day. You know right and i also have you know the ones that i still would listen to if i you know had it on my spotify or whatever and keep that yes. in my in my car for road trips specifically yes exactly and mm-hmm. i do the same some of my you know childhood cds i probably don't keep those around like the britney spears but uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah not in my car <laughs> <laughs> no exactly <laughs>
0: Haley, let me ask you this though can you No, yours sounds like a practical attachment and not an emotional one so In a future where you and your boyfriend both have cars either with, you know, like the CarPlay or a hole, just the hole to plug in your phone. Right. They both got those as well as, you know, you can already like when you get subscribed to a streaming service, you can download the music and take it with you even outside of streaming zones. Could you see a day with those things checked off that you say these CDs are going in the trash? Enough is enough.
3: I'd like to say yes, but I am pretty sentimental, and so I have a hard time letting go of those things myself, Mm -hmm. so... I feel
1: like I probably wouldn't be able to throw them away.
0: Got it. Pack rat. You're a pack rat. Okay. Oh
1: well, my yeah, God. I am. I am. It's <laughs> the things that mean something, Paul.
0: Hoarders <laughs> and pack rats, no! All of you. No.
1: I just need <laughs> to keep my memories.
0: Haley, thank you so much for the message.
2: I really appreciate it.
0: No problem. All right. Thank have you a, so good much yeah. have all right, a good bye-bye. one. for Have a good one. Bye. Paul Plistino, Jenny West. In the
2: Afternoon Zone.
0: Up next tonight in the Evening Zone, Jade Cobra. <gasps> Jade, what's happening <laughs> not much
3: jenny's like freaking out already Why, did you discuss excited? this with paul no no you yes. didn't discuss what? with Paul. No, what's, going, what's going on
1: what's going on oh don't play okay dumb. no he's just playing dumb okay jade, whole time. jade has news
0: you have news and have we news. have
1: known this news for a while
0: Sorry, i feel time. so
1: awkward <laughs> oh man Cause, Cause, like, do
3: people care about this? Oh, people know. care. Can I just say it, or do you want to say it? No, you let her say. it. Okay, no, you know, say say Jenny says it. Oh, can no, I... Jade, Jade?
0: It's your news. You say it.
3: <laughs> um, sometime early September, I'm gonna be a mom. Yeah! 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 I wish said Jenny's more excited about this. <laughs> yeah! She's excited Yay. to become an uncle. Uncle Jenny! <laughs> That's so amazing! Yeah, so So remember when I told you guys I was like, "I will be gone. I love you all. Mm -hmm. I'll miss you," but I gave everybody donuts, so I feel like it wasn't that playing with your heart too much.
0: And you're gonna have a little baby. This is so fun! (laughs) I'm
3: gonna
1: pass out. Are you okay? I'm so excited. Just freak it out. Oh, Jade is going to be the best mom. Mm-hmm. Oh, She's wow. already so cute. She already has a little belly showing, and I touched it, and there's a baby you, in there. Really? Did you? Did it's did such you a weird you? thing. It's like my first friend who got pregnant. Really? I'm really excited. Aww. I'm, like, crying right now. No, Jade. Uh, I love it. Um, Thank you. You guys are so awesome. <laughs>
0: Well, good for you. I don't really know what to say. Are you, do you do you need someone to build a crib for you? I can build a crib, maybe. I Don't do you know not?
3: how safe that would be. I could go on
0: YouTube and Google how to Google a crib, and I'll, I can mail. Gonna build. go
3: with maybe not that.
0: I don't think I own a hammer. I think I yeah. broke my last hammer. I'm gonna have to buy a new hammer. Not is,
3: feeling very confident in this, this already. Is a lot of
0: news for me here, Jade. This is really <laughs> catching me off guard. I don't appreciate. I mean, you it.
3: could just like get a toy or whatever if you wanted to. <laughs> Make a Not toy. Not make a crib. You can make one if you want. Aww. Sanding
0: is a lot of work. And then you then <laughs> to
3: okay.
0: f- make sure that the veneer you put on the crib is. <sighs> baby
3: safe. Yeah,
0: baby safe. Oh, God. Everything in your house got to be baby safe.
3: Everything. Everything's got to be two feet off the ground or more. Is that so? I guess. I hey, here's know.
0: something. Huh. Do they still have those little things you put in electrical plugs? Oh, totally. Oh, wow. Fantastic.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what do you What You feet? thought they you just, just got rid of them? Oh, we don't Fine. need these anymore.
0: Just to know if babies were more electricity-proof <laughs> than they were when I was growing up. I wasn't sure how that worked.
3: <laughs> yes. It's going to be one safe baby. Still need to baby-proof things, Paul.
2: Huh. Wow. Mm-hmm.
3: You'll learn so much throughout this pregnancy. It'd be, yeah.
1: It'd be cool to, like, hear how, like, the pregnancy's going and hear little updates on the radio as well.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> what little...
0: is? Okay. Yeah, I think, yeah, I'd like it. <laughs> me too. Okay.
3: Well, Can I like, won't get too graphic, so. Get graphic. Get Whatever. as graphic as
0: you need to. Hey, it's a miracle of human reproduction. Mm-hmm. Get yeah, graphic.
3: That's right. Draw
0: us a diagram over here.
3: <laughs> we love you, Jade. Love you, and too. And we're so happy. Jade. Thanks, guys. Thanks mm-hmm. to the Zoners
0: who are texting nice words Whoa. of congratulations in. We'll let Jade read those. Thanks, guys. Um, Jade, you have a really good night and trimester. And, <laughs> there's uh, two more. I think there's
3: one more to go
0: still. <laughs> and we'll talk to you soon, okay? Okay, bye. Okay. Bye. bye.
1: This is from Scan BC. Mm-hmm. The West Shore RCMP were responding uh, to the area of Bear Mountain Parkway, and uh, it was because there were reports of a man with a rifle. Oh, whoa! Terrifying.
0: Doing what? Wandering around? Well, they
1: lo- they, they they located him, and uh, it turns out that the rifle was actually an umbrella. Oh. Uh. And. Uh, <laughs> And that's it that's that's the kind of uh, stuff that happens in victoria
0: see now immediately i know that it was kind of one of those longer umbrellas because there's those ones right. that fold right down and you're not really going to mistake those for a rifle yes right but the longer ones if you're carrying it like a gun i could see that <laughs>
1: <laughs> who's the guy just carrying around his umbrella like a rifle
0: sometimes you know what jenny sometimes boys do those kinds of things we grew up and just like everything's a gun at a certain point, we see enough action movies mm. and everything we touch, every banana, every Lego we make into a gun, every umbrella, yes, turns into a laser machine gun, yes. Mm. Oh, yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. I think uh, my, my favorite comment on this thread was, I think we should give the good guys umbrellas too.
0: <laughs> the only thing that stops a bad guy with an umbrella is a good guy with an umbrella. Exactly. Which makes me think, two most prominent umbrella users in pop culture... Bad guy, the penguin. Oh. Good guy, Mary Poppins. Yep. Who do you think wins in that fight?
1: Mary Poppins. Always
0: bet on the Poppins. Always. Always. So, this is an interesting story out of the States right now that uh, Craigslist has closed their uh, personals sections across the US. Oh. Yeah, because, and w- what happened was they, uh, I guess the states passed this uh, new legislation, like an anti sex trafficking uh, re- reg- legislation. Um and so I think that was going on online mm. with Craigslist casual encounters or
1: have you ever been in that that section of Craigslist? Have you ever like taken a wander in there and just oh, sure. to see what's up? Oh sure, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of things that I did not know existed. Like what? I d I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> you know, just like fetishy things and oh, yeah? it goes yeah. You you really Looking at me like you want me to talk about it but I don't.
0: think No, I will. No, no, I don't want oh, okay. you to, go, <laughs> to. Go any deeper into it into than you feel comfortable. I won't go into any details, but no. it's just yeah.
1: Yeah, it's interesting.
0: I don't know that it was in there. I never delved too deeply into no. it. No, I just assume it was I just assume it was a place where people were trying to hook up. I never I can't imagine any of these things being successful. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's like especially not since the Tinder, Bumble, even like Plenty of Fish, the real actual dedicated Dating sites. Mm -hmm. I'm sure some people have hooked up over Craigslist. I'm sure. I'm positive of it. But it just seemed very long odds to me.
1: Yeah. My friend actually had a a long-term boyfriend, and they met on Craigslist. Wow. It was before Tinder. They had, like, plenty of fish and everything, but it was just the same people on there. So they both went to Craigslist and found each other and, yeah, had, like, a two-year relationship out of it. Yeah. I mean, there's, yeah, nice, innocent stuff, but it goes deeper in there, and, yeah, it's probably a good thing to...
0: Well... And that's it too, right? So it's like, exactly. They, the the company itself, the website could be held responsible for any online sex trafficking. And I think that's what happens is oftentimes you get people involved in prostitution trying to solicit mm. on through Craigslist, through mm. the casual encounters and all that, right? Um, so they're cracking down on that in the States. And then the Craigslist is going to. But I mean, here in Canada, it should be able to still hook up for a misconnection. Okay. Which is always. V- very creepy. I feel like if, I've, if I were ever mentioned on a misconnection on Craigslist, I would be simultaneously so flattered yeah. and so creeped out yeah, because it's often not like, wow, we had a really great connection and then, but we just didn't get each other's numbers. It's often like, I saw you waiting for the bus. <laughs> Do you want to come hang out? You know, yeah, it's yeah. like, well, this is creepy. <laughs> uh, is that a relevant story with the uh,
2: misconnection Craigslist uh, story you were going on about? Yeah. So um, I was working at Trippe's back in the day, and my coworker one day comes up to me, and she just has like this huge smile on her face, just giggling to herself. And turns out that this guy that came through my till a few times went on misconnections, and he thought I was flirting with him. So he, he wrote a whole article with my like name that was displayed on my name tag oh, about wow. how like beautiful I was and like the things he wanted to do to me.
1: Oh my gosh! Oh boy.
2: <laughs> so she showed me the page I read it through I was kind of shocked so I just sent him a respectful message saying hey I don't roll that way <laughs> but good luck in uh, your future relationships." Mm-hmm. and then he came through my pill about a week later and presented himself and excused himself and uh, it turns out he played a video game that I played so we actually played a few games together and we're buddies
1: <laughs> oh no way <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> Oh, that's, what a beautiful friendship story! That's so good.
2: Yeah, uh, occasionally we'll just get together and play a game, and you know
0: that's all there is. To do it. Nice. It's really nice, actually. Wow, what a way to make friends. Um, okay, so I have to imagine though, it's people like yourself in the like front line and service industry that get those the most. It's just like. You're the dude at the tail who's dreamy or you're the girl is, you know, takes my order at my favorite burger place. Those are the people who have no choice but to just show their face right in the front of it to everyone who comes in. And then every person who falls in love with them just from taking their order and they have to be nice to them. That's like 90 percent of misconnections, I feel like. And it's it must be weird for you guys
2: sometimes. Oh, so weird, especially for most of my female mm-hmm. coworkers, because most of the time it doesn't even go to misconnection. They just start hitting on them in the store. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, that's a whole I mean, lot like of I, can
1: of worms, yeah. yeah.
2: Like, also, for grocery stores, they hire underage people. Right. So you'll have, like, girls that are probably, like, 15, 16, that are getting hit on by, like, these 20-year-old-plus guys yeah. who think that the girl's old enough. Mm-hmm. It's really creepy. Oh,
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's so awkward because you feel like you have to serve them, right? Yeah. And you have to smile and be nice. Yeah, um, smile
0: and nod and...
1: Yeah, just accept <laughs> it and move on. But. There should
0: be a whole day in high school spent, whether it's in like sex ed or health class or something, and the, and you should just have to write out, don't hit on people who are working like a thousand times. <laughs> She doesn't think this the whole class is just like, do not stop it. Nobody who's on the clock wants to have sex with you. Leave them alone. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Oh, well, um, thank you so much for this phone call. Yeah, dude, what a story. Thank yeah. you so much for calling in. Friday! Oh, Jen and I are making that noise a lot because both of our cats make that noise. Yeah. My cat does this when you touch her. She likes to wrap herself up as a Timbit, mm-hmm. right, to conserve warmth. And then you touch her and she goes, <laughs> and you wake her up. Yeah. And then your cat too. Yeah, she goes,
1: <laughs> all around the house. See, and then also, I guess the Kardashians or something, that's something that they do or I don't it? know. It, uh, people are doing that lately.
0: Really? Like, yeah, Cardi B loves that. I watched like one interview with Cardi B, who mm-hmm. I don't really know who she is. Was she like married to Migos and I've, she's a rapper herself? No idea. No idea who she is. Nope. She just is a person on Jimmy Fallon one time. And then she does, uh, she makes that noise. She goes, mm-hmm. Is that what it is? It's, I don't know, something like that. You're better. You do mm-hmm. it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, God. I want to go forward in time and watch the presidential debates in the year 2045. And it's just like a bunch of people being like, your policy is,
1: like a lot of- <laughs> Instead of like yelling from the
0: audience, it's just people going. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. Hey, right now in 2018, political landscape. This we love this story so much. Hmm. What is it?
1: Okay, so a uh, federal Green Party leader, Elizabeth May, has been arrested. Yes. Uh, at an anti pipeline protest yes. so there are protests going around like all over canada there's right some now. locally as well i'm sure you've been hearing about it but one of the people i think there was like at least 100 people that have been reported arrested from these protests elizabeth may is one of them <sighs> and i just i think she's a badass i don't know <laughs> i i uh, i just think it's a, i i just love anyone who just fights for what they believe in yeah, right absolutely um, don't know exactly all the details what happened that caused her to be arrested what she did Mm -hmm. um well well you know maybe i'll look into that a little bit more in the news this afternoon yeah yeah
0: that'd be great but i know i love it too i've i've got a friend or two who've been um arrested at like political protests Mm -hmm. and i always love that that's a part of their thing it was annoying when then we tried to take a road trip down to United States and it was a whole whoop-de-doo of when he were trying to go over the border that he had a criminal record because uh. he'd been arrested for you know, I can't remember what my friend was arrested for, like protesting NAFTA back in the 90s or something, right? But pretty sweet that if that's on your record aside from the trying to cross the border and some little things there it's pretty sweet to have done that mm-hmm. What have you been arrested for? Call us now, <laughs> join the conversation Oh, joining us in the studio right now, we have a couple of your Victoria Royals. Please welcome Captain Matthew Phillips. Hey! How are you, man? I'm doing good. How are you? Yeah, very good. Nice to see you. And uh, number 16, Tanner Kaspec. How are you? Good. Thanks for having us. Yeah, our pleasure, for sure. Uh, We want to play a little uh, game with you guys because... I don't know if uh, it's like this in the room or between all the guys or whatever, but... I have uh, my whole lexicon has been revolutionized <laughs> by watching that show letter kenny do any of you guys watch letter kenny
4: i've seen a few episodes i haven't okay. it's hilarious like right? from what i've seen it's absolutely hilarious but no i haven't watched m- most of the series but
0: well from what I, what I can tell the hockey players are like they talk the way <laughs> hockey players talk <laughs> from what i can from what i've heard right in the room or whatever so we want to throw out a little hockey player slang at you yeah and see if it's as kind of obvious, yeah, that you guys know it.
1: Okay, uh, what is uh, what does bar down mean?
0: Uh, bar down is a shot that hits the crossbar, the crossbar, and goes
4: down <laughs> and in. So if you go bar down, it's usually a goal. That's how you. That's
0: how I describe it. Yep, correct. <laughs> the captain's got Good it. job, right there. Um, this is kind of a three parter, but wheel, snipe, Sally.
4: I <laughs> <laughs> we can have this one. <laughs> well, I think.
0: On the ice, um... <laughs> Let's keep it on the
4: ice. <laughs> yeah, on, the ice. <laughs> on the ice. On the ice. We use wheel in terms of skating. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, go for a wheel. Yeah, go yeah. for a skate kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, snipes, just a uh, really good shot. Yeah. Um... And then Sally's your celebration to, to follow it up. So it would be kind of describe a, a full goal. Yeah. Do you have
1: a go to celebration or Sally? Well,
4: Caspi's got one he always does. He keeps scoring overtime goals and keeps doing the same one. <laughs>
1: He's a good guy to ask. <laughs> <is
4: that>? yeah. <laughs> I just one knee usually in the fist pump. Oh, yeah. It's a it. classic. There. Yeah, that's really good. Nice. Just standard um, stuff.
1: What's a hoser? God. I
4: don't, I don't think I Is that know. more Isn't that Canadian Not just hockey player I
1: think I think a lot of hockey players Use it But, but yeah. Canadian It is a Canadian I think it's a Canadian thing
4: yeah. yeah I don't know it's, Yeah it's, it's, it's Canadian I, like, I wouldn't oh, say it's, yeah.
0: It comes from We heard today We read this That uh, losers Before the M Zamboni Was invented The loser of the game Had to like Hose down the ice hmm. Yeah I wouldn't know that I you know? don't know I don't there. know Okay Alright
1: okay, well, Oh my favorite one Yeah Pigeon, do you know what that is? It's not an actual bird that is on the ice. I'm assuming.
4: No, it would be like uh, pigeon would be like basically it. Well, it's an insult saying you're like a nobody.
0: Oh. Like oh,
4: you're you know yeah. you're a pigeon. Like sit down.
0: Oh wow, yeah. okay. Because
4: like yeah. you're trip.
0: picking up garbage is what it says. yeah right? yeah, yeah, More or less. Like, no, yeah yeah yeah. That's that's basically what it is. Okay, <laughs> um, couple of quick ones then. Uh, dangles versus dirty dangles. Dangles is. I, I guess stick handling, deacon yep. deacon, deacon around
4: D men yep. or going around the goalie.
0: Yeah.
4: Um rarely do you find D men who who dangle. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say, yeah.
0: <laughs> and then uh a Suey. S- sui Like a Suey pass, I'm yeah, assuming. I'd say, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's
4: yeah. that's when you give a guy a pass and it results in if he's gonna pick up the pass, he's gonna have to be in a really bad position yeah. for someone to for someone to step up and, and hit him pretty good, so yeah, you don't want to give a guy a suey pass, and if you oh, receive no. one, you're gonna you're gonna let the guy know about it yeah. when you when you get <laughs> off the ice.
0: Yeah, <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks for playing that, guys. Yeah. Um, good luck in the playoffs. Cannot wait to come out and uh, cheer you guys on for sure. Beat every game. Um, that's your Victoria Royals. Uh, we got Matthew Phillips. We got Tanner Caspick. Thanks for coming in, guys. Thanks a lot. Yeah, thank you. Now, Jen, we had our meeting today with Boss Man Johnny, and something very interesting. Some proposition came up that was very interesting mm-hmm. and that was that uh what is it called like star dancing on skates <laughs> ice so close stars on ice oh okay i was really close yeah he's coming to victoria was it in april
1: it's may 15th at the save on foods memorial center oh, boy. and that includes scott moyer and tessa virtue uh-huh. the gold medalist figure, figure skaters or ice dancers uh, they're going to be in Victoria at that time.
0: And so the proposition was presented that maybe they would come in and chat with you and I. That would be so nice. These heroes, these icons who, especially in these past Olympics, went like over the top, like exploded. All Canada exploded for them. Canada was in love with them. Their ice dancing became the most perfect physical representation and manifestation of love. Mm-hmm. Than any other of that time.
1: Yes, I agree with that. And now that they've been on Ellen and all these other amazing talk shows, you know, they're a hot commodity. They're tough to tack down. Super hot. Yeah.
0: And we want to talk with them.
1: We do want to talk with them, but it might be hard now. They're very busy.
0: Well, okay. So we're going to work all our angles, but we, you know, want to put it out there. If anyone knows them or has their ear or is in their DMs on Twitter or any of that hmm Put in a good word for us. Please. Here's what we can promise you. Oh, sure, she goes on Ellen. They go on Ellen. Ellen immediately wants to do the whole hacky, classic hacky thing. Are you sure you guys aren't married and in love? Are you sure you're not dating? Are you sure? Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, so you're dating. You watched the Ellen thing, right? Yep. So you're dating then, huh? And then the cl- the crowd, right, All the Ellen crowd is just like... <laughs> Right? Ask them again. Make out. Yeah. Yeah. We promise not to do that. No. Okay. You're better than that. You're, you've surpassed those dumb questions. Did, are you dating? Did you hold hands one time? We're not going to ask those questions. More fun, better.
1: Mm-hmm. Let's make it happen. If you know any ends on how we can get those two in the studio, please help us.
0: Time for us to blast out of here. But first, Quentin's up. And, um... You two thought you were having such a larf and a laugh yesterday at my expense and little did you know that I was sitting at my house listening to the radio as I do obsessively and oh. hearing <laughs> Quentin's impression of me. Even right. The best impression of you.
1: He got some text messages. I People did. Were... People loved it. They thought it was spot on. They, they thought it was Paul Postino.
0: If you didn't hear it, here's a little taste of it. All right, chance it's time for us to blast out here for the night. Hey, kiddo. This part I found very insulting. A lot of breathing. Really, (laughs) not a lot of that. (laughs) Dude, just flailing and making noises like I'm dying or gasping for air. What are you talking about? A lot of breathing. You do a lot
1: of heavy breathing. What's up about breathing? You get really close
0: (laughs) to the microphone. You go
1: (sighs) a lot when you're angry about things. See? <laughs> oh,
0: I think this part was good. Hang on.
1: You know what?
0: I do say that.
1: Yeah. You know what? And the hand <laughs> movements yeah. were there as well. Oh, really? Yeah. If, if radio had a visual aspect. I Yeah.
0: I really yeah. got into character. You know what? That's that's something well I that I think is right that nobody <laughs> else agrees with. But I'm right.
3: Whoa! Shots
1: fired.
0: <laughs> uh, that never happens. What I... It's, here's something you didn't think about, but that is correct. I love
1: how he's doing
0: it right now. Okay. That's what I say is, here's something. Wait, 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 Paul, I have Mm. to ask you. Do you hate mustaches? Uh, I hate mustaches. Uh, no, just your catfish (laughs) thing that you grow on your lip. Otherwise, mustaches, I'm very pro-mustaches, as a matter of fact. And the other thing I'm anti is uh, growing facial hair in lieu of a personality
2: that's oh. what i always chirp
0: oh i don't have anything to say so are I, so i'm going to grow oh. a terrible facial hair talk to me about that that's what i hate i also hate t-shirts with pithy slogans on them mm-hmm. i'm a lucky devil and so on <laughs> <laughs> same thing
1: love the both of you
0: love you too good good impression quentin thank you mm-hmm. thank you
2: this is the news on the pj party podcast here's jenny west
1: an Investigation by BC's privacy commissioner has found that landlords generally collect too much personal information from potential tenants. Drew McArthur says landlords may be feeling justified in requesting sensitive data like months of detailed bank statements, but they need to be careful with overreaching. Um, many future tenants will give up information like credit scores just because the vacancy rates are so low. <laughs>
0: Today on the Afternoon Zone, landlords are going too far in a quest for information on tenants, according to a watchdog. And yeah, you wouldn't believe, you know, the same thing. I wore a hidden microphone last week and listen to what this landlord tried to get out of me.
1: So I'm very happy to say that we've accepted you as our tenant. Oh, great, great. Uh, but we just need a little bit more information, okay? Okay, sure. Okay, so uh, we'll just need your credit score.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah. You and uh, your
1: sh- social insurance number just underneath there. Um, okay. And then your mother's maiden name just I right there. Probably
0: find that out for you.
1: And then on a scale of one to ten, how regular are your bowel movements?
0: Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. All right.
1: And well. uh, you just want to note your last pap smear just right under.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's memorable. And then
1: the last one, um, just the first thing that comes to your mind when I say the word cult.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'll just jot that there.
1: Perfect. Thank you. The Senate has given approval in principle to the Trudeau government's bill to legalize recreational marijuana. The approval comes after Prime Minister Justin Trudeau reminded the senators that his government was elected on a promise to legalize recreational marijuana. I thought, like, we already had done that, you know? I thought we were past that. I thought it was already okay, but Uh, there's still so many meetings that need to happen in order for it to actually be legalized, and I don't know. The timeline is still to come.
0: What are we legalizing here? Is it (laughs) a pot, or is it, like, fiend fire from Harry Potter, a fire that never stops burning? Well, we want to make the fire that never stops burning legal, but, you know, you just got to make sure you do it right, because, I mean, obviously, if the fire that never stops burning is legal and it gets into the wrong hands, and then... Some bad things can really happen. I mean, just imagine—it's fire that never stops burning. Good point. Good point. Good point. Good point. Good point. Oh wait, sorry—it's not fire that never stops burning. It's weed. Hmm.
2: Anyway. Let's just get her going
1: here. Yep, a ban on hunting grizzly bears in the province will come into effect next month. The NDP government announced the ban in December to protect the roughly fifteen thousand grizzlies in the province.
0: Oh, that's another one. It's just like. Uh, Just just do it then. Yeah. Just do it. If we decide we're going to do it, then just do it. It is happening. Next month. Yeah. No more. Just shoot the bears. Oh, we got to let everybody know. (laughs) Hey, no more shooting bears in the head. Well, I didn't know. When did this get decided? Just quit it.
2: Okay.
1: Do you need to take a breath? (sighs) There we go. Okay. Uh, There is new research published today in the scientific reports revealing That the Great Pacific Garbage Patch contains up to 16 times more plastic than previously estimated, uh, with pollution levels increasing exponentially. It's 80,000 tons of garbage that are currently um, floating in the Great Pacific Garbage Patch. Gross. And Softball Canada is rewriting an outdated policy for transgender players. An Edmonton coach raised concerns about this and then actually quit as coach. Uh, Pete Howell says his stepdaughter invited a 15-year-old transgender friend to play on a team. Uh, He was to start coaching in April, and league officials told him the transgender girl had to provide medical proof of gender reassignment in order to play on the team. So Softball Canada says a new policy has been introduced that allows players to join any team that they self-identify with uh, will be in place for the upcoming softball season. So glad to see some changes there.
4: Thanks for joining the PJ party. For more from Paul and Jenny, get them live two to six weekday afternoons on The Zone at 913 or around the world via the internet's tubes at thezone.fm. Do them a solid and leave a review wherever you get this podcast and tell your friends about it. Paul and Jenny are both on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so get in touch. Thanks for joining the PJ Party.